Hello, and welcome to the 49th episode of Soundwave. I am taking the reins back of the show. My name is Matt, and I'll be your host from the now to going on future. Uh, Rick is out today, but we do have our special guest, Eric. Well, he's not a special guest. He's here every single week. I am a special guest. He has been doing a great job on the show while I have been gone. Oh, I forgot to pause that. There There you go. There you go. Didn't hear that out there. But yes, Eric is here, and I'm here, and we're here to give you... Your news about music and, and new releases. Stuff. Even though there aren't any good new no. releases right no. now, but <laughs> we'll cover that one. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll uh, say we'll say new releases this week. Uh nothing. I, I have a few on there, but we didn't listen to any of them really, but uh. whatever. I didn't anyway. All right. Uh yeah. Start the show off like we usually do. Uh what have you been listening to, Eric? Um man, I've been listening to the Drive soundtrack, the movie Drive. Which is an which awesome is, movie. It's a, a extremely awesome movie, and one of the things that makes it so awesome is the soundtrack. It gives it that uh like a old eighties action movie type feel to it, you know. And the tension behind yeah. the whole entire movie yeah. just dry it literally drives you from the opening sequence onward, and there's so many twists and turns and it's, pretty, it's a lot bloodier than you thought it was yeah, going to be, oh, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that elevator scene, <laughs> man, that was, that was pretty kick-ass. Well, Wh- kick-head, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what song were you listening to? There's um, a lot of good ones. What one were you listening I, to? The, the one that really sticks with me is um, College and, uh, what is it, College and Electric? Uh, electric Youth. Yeah, College and Electric Youth. I, I think uh, Electric Youth is the singer on the song, I and think College is the, the they, they're the more of an, guys. Yeah. yeah, they don't have much out there. I know that for sure. But uh, yeah, here is a real hero. Yes. It's a pretty somber song altogether, but it, the scene that it comes in though is very emotionally infa- impactful. And it's just, even though this band is only like two years old, it has just that quintessential like '80s sound to it. Yeah. Like you would expect to hear this while you're playing. I've really band. enjoyed like the the growth of the '80s like music. That that we've had a good hold on it. Oh lately. yeah, oh yeah. And usually you don't really want to hear much '80s music, but no. Well, the good stuff is totally worth it, but people remember all the crap, you know, or all the hair bands and stuff like that. You know, that's, <laughs> and that's all that's on the radio, really. Right, right. right. But yeah, I have been listening to. I was listening to Third Eye Blind, but I'm switching that because that's a little old. But uh, <laughs> who I've been listening to a lot is uh, Dessa. Do you know Dessa? Uh, no, I don't. She is a hip hop artist from the Twin Cities, and she's in the Doomtree group. Oh, okay, I know Doomtree. Yeah, Doomtree is pretty sweet. But uh, she has like three solo albums now, I think. And uh, there's one song I heard it before I left quite a few times, but uh, it's called uh, Skeleton Key. And it's just got a good sound to it. I don't know what the Amazon clip will be, but we'll see. It's not as hip hop as the Doom Tree is, but you gotta expand your repertoire. She's a great lyricist, like amazing. Got a good R&B feel to it. Yeah, from like the start of the track, it like just opens up kind of slow and kind of eerie, and then it just breaks down into the beat that you hear in the background. It's really cool. And another one from that I really like is uh, Call Off Your Ghosts. Both of them are on the current quite a bit. The current is good station. Yes, if none of you listen to it, you can stream it online. If you're not from around here, listen to The Current. It's so good. I 
like that. She's got a great voice, too. Yeah. Good stuff. So, uh, Dessa, and uh, check out the Drive soundtrack, too. It's damn good. And check out the movie as well. Yes. Ryan Gosling is the coolest. So hot. Uh, You guys have been doing the layout a little bit differently, but I'm going to go back to what we were doing before, and we'll go right into music news. Yay! All right. Earlier this week, a 26-year-old man was hospitalized with life-threatening conditions after taking a drug, ketamine. I don't know what that is. Do you? Ketamine. Ketamine. It's special K or special K. Oh, I know. It, I know it's special. Oh, horse tranquilizer too. Wow. Uh, that was at the Glastonbury Festival this past weekend. Uh, police have confirmed that a, the man has died in the hospital. This was the second death at this year's Glastonbury. A 67-year-old woman died also on Wednesday. Though it is not believe it is believed of natural causes, she should probably stay out of the Glastonbury. <laughs> Seventy years old. <laughs> uh, well, uh, she was probably there for Dolly Parton, who yeah, I yeah. guess stole the show basically yeah. of everything. And you said uh, Metallica. Yeah, Metallica covered one of her songs, and then uh, they they worshipped at her altar by bowing down to her titties. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Oh my god, that's fucking great. Oh, I'd love to go to Glastonbury one year, except I don't know if I could deal with all the mud that they get. I, yeah, oh my God, it's always so nasty. It's like, <laughs> Seeing pictures after yeah, that? Yeah. Oh. I don't want to be dirty for like four days. You know? <laughs> yeah, no. Sh- well, there's showers, but you can probably have to pay like $20 oh, yeah, to take I'm a shower. Sure, I'm sure. And get your blankets all muddy. And you don't know what kind of weirdo <laughs> Brit is going to oh, get in there with you. <laughs> uh, Buster Rhymes has shared Calm Down, which features Eminem and will appear on his forthcoming album, ELE2. Was there an ELE one? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know much about Busta, but I saw Busta and Eminem, and I was like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> uh, it's built around the sample of House of Pain's Jump Around. Oh, nice. A uh, little other piece of news with Busta Rhymes. Apparently, at the uh, BET Music Awards a couple nights ago, he was at some like after party where somebody started doing some shooting. Oh. Oh, yeah. Like bang bang, yeah, like gun shooting. Like, <laughs> hey, hey, we're, you know, we're a bunch of angry ghetto people, and we're going to shoot each other after these award shows. All right, they do that all the time. And Busta know? was there. And Busta was there, and he was all scared. <laughs> He's he doesn't live up to his '90s <laughs> reputation. Not anymore. He's a little old. <laughs> uh, also in the hip hop news, uh, Rick Ross was arrested on Friday after his set at Super Jam concert. He was arrested for missing a court appearance for his 2013 marijuana misdemeanor charge. He was released on a $1,000 bond. Well, he can afford that $1,000. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> uh, MIA says, I think this is, this was at Glastonbury. This is a political announcement. The BBC have banned MIA at Glastonbury. It's because of these t-shirts that say stop to mill deport deportation. I don't know anything about that. Uh, it, it's probably just some kind of other ethnic group that they Like are the fishies the in uh, yeah. Children of Men? Pretty much. Okay. Uh, but we don't give a fuck, and you know why? We are going to do the best fucking show tonight, and it ain't going to be on TV. I'm here, you're here, and that's all we fucking care about. Hashtag freedom, motherfucker. <laughs> Despite MIA's commentary, however, BBC DJ Stuart McConey later tweeted that no such block existed over Twitter, and he confirmed MIA's set would be streaming on the BBC. Oh, oh interesting. I just thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> that is kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag freedom, motherfucker. <laughs> Emma is very full of herself. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she is. Uh, 36 people were hospitalized following the, I don't know how to say this, Avici. 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 
Avicii, and I'm probably going to get so much slam over that because I don't know <laughs> DMA or not whatever it is EDM. That's sorry, sorry. I'm getting. I'm going to yeah. slam. Yeah, <laughs> electronic dancing music. <laughs> dancing musics. Uh, at the con, there's uh, 36 people hospitalized in Boston at his concert, and over 50 people were treated at the event itself. Uh, no fatalities have been reported. And Damn. Officials say that patients were mostly minors and suffered from drug and alcohol related problems. This also happened in May, where 29 people were hospitalized. I'm going to the wrong kind of concert. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, I don't know if it just wasn't like uh, written in the news as much back in the 90s when raving was really big, right. or if this is just I, I think more we, kids are doing I, shit. I think we were a little smarter at the time. <laughs> Maybe. Like, you have to drink water if you're like <laughs> tripping on E or whatever. Well, also, these and, concerts are just so damn big nowadays. Right. Too. Like, with the five or 6,000 people inside, I saw, inside that little club. I saw Skrillex from the background, and I didn't really want to go into Skrillex because I thought I was going to die yeah, in there. Yeah, I, I bet. And then also saw Girl Talk at Bonnaroo, and that was just scary, too, because that's inside of a tent that's like 500 degrees in there, Ugh. and people, oh, they're like sardines. It, it yeah. was insane. Oh, yeah. yeah, they don't understand. You got to keep up with that, you know, drinking water, man. <laughs> You're going to fucking die. Uh, Aretha Franklin is currently working on a new album that comes out in September. The Queen of Soul is set to cover hits like Adele's Rolling in the Deep, Donna Summer's Last Dance, Gladys Knight and the Pips' Midnight Train to Georgia, and Tina Turner's What's Love Got to Do With It, which is a pretty fun song, actually. Mm -hmm. In an interview with Billboard, she revealed that the new details of the album include Andre 3000 is set to co-produce it, and I accidentally called him Andre 2000. <laughs> That's awesome, Andre 2000. <laughs> You're so uh, 2000, Andre. Bobby Womack, the veteran singer, songwriter, and multi-instrumentalist multi whose work spanned genres and decades has passed away at the age of 70 this Aww. past week. The cause of death is yet to be revealed. It's probably old age, though <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Womack uh, was diagnosed with Alzheimer's in 2013 and previously fought colon cancer. In addition to his solo work, he also toured with The Faces in 1974, worked with Janis Joplin, and played on Sly and the Family Stone's Family Affair. Elvis Presley's Suspicious Minds, Dusty Springfield's Son of a Preacher Man, which I did not know, huh, and Aretha Franklin's You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman. Uh, Womack uh, was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2009 and had begun to experience a career renaissance in the recent years. Yeah, he was playing a lot of major festivals and going on tour, which was pretty that, cool. Yeah, well, that might have caused his downfall. Maybe. Yeah. Kind of yeah. old. Uh, on a lighter note... If you ever run into a group of chimpanzees at a record store, <laughs> you may find them congregating around the Indian classical section. According to a new study that tested the musical tastes of humans' primate cousins, the researchers found that while chimpanzees shun the steadily strong beats in common Western genres, they like Indian ragas and Akan tunes from West Africa. So they like just like the dr simple drum beats and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. They it's probably all they can actually compute in their head. Right, they can't get into the complexities of a Skrillex. <laughs> That's the, the Skrillex <laughs> over there. The Skrillex. And also the primates, they began in Africa yeah, and so went from there. So. That would make sense. They started that music. Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> all right, what do we got in the fucked up news? Oh, man. Uh, unwavering hedonism is alive and well in a sorting <laughs> office in Croydon, UK, where a 16-year-old partier <laughs> skanked it out for half an hour at an Ooh. illegal rave after accidentally severing his little finger. 
<laughs> in an interview with Vice, he explained exactly what it went down. Now, I can do this either just by regular speaking voice or with a British accent. I read this earlier. So I maybe try a British and <laughs> okay, see what happens. Okay. Isn't it split into two parts? You could try yeah, two. Yeah, I don't okay, know. Okay. <laughs> well, at about 1 a.m., we was up in the house room, but I don't really like house, so I was waiting for the drum and bass to kick in. As soon as I heard it, me and my mate went down there. Five minutes in, the fire alarm started going off, and everyone was like, rip it off, rip it off. <laughs> so I thought I'd give it a go. It was complete. I was completely sober at the time. I jumped up, grabbed it, and my little finger just got caught in the case because it was all broken. And as I came to rip it back down, my little finger just got ripped off completely. <laughs> <laughs> very good man <laughs> very you, good thank you, thank you. asked what he did next josh replied i looked at my hand and my little finger was gone the bone was just sticking out it's the weirdest feeling one second you're fine and your little finger is there and the next second is gone <laughs> your little finger <laughs> <laughs> i was in so much pain and shock that the first thing that hit my head was the beat and the bass <laughs> i think that's how they say bass there bass. The, the bass was so hard i just ripped off my top wrapped it around me finger and tie it as tight as i could and skanked it out for half an hour god this <laughs> this is a good guy this, this is a pretty awesome guy the best part is though his friends later told him that a bunch of stoners found his little finger and were playing catch with it <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> good times doesn't man. it say somewhere in there about him going to the paramedics too yeah, and- yeah 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 his friends brought him down to the paramedics <laughs> and he asked him if he could just keep it wrapped up and they said no, you have to kind of have it, you know, go to the hospital. And he's like, but I want to keep on skanking. Skanking? I want to skank, Mo. <laughs> Anything else in the fucked up news? That, that is it for my fucked up news All for right, today. good. I look forward to it next week. Uh, some new releases this week include Every Time I Dies from Parts Unknown, Old Crow Medicine's Remedy, and Robin, Thic- Robin Thicke's Paula. I wonder who Paula is. And, Paula Abdul. Uh, that's what I was. That's the first thing that came to mind. Maybe. And uh, see, there is isolate and medicate, which I didn't know they were still making music. I didn't either. Isn't that? Uh, don't they have? It's uh, no. I'm thinking of something oh, else. Uh, I don't know. Uh, did you have an album at all for us? Or something? I, I don't. But I do have a new little segment that I would like to uh, enact. Uh, okay. This this weekend. Let's music see how it history. goes. Right, this well, week in music history, we'll have to think of a nice little transition for that yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, this week in 1956, Elvis Presley appeared on NBC TV's The Ooh. Steve Allen Show and performed Hound Dog. U.S. TV critic John Crosby panned Elvis's performance, calling him an unspeakable, untalented, and vulgar young <laughs> entertainer. That's pretty fucked up. I mean, look how big Elvis became. So. Well, yeah, it's, that was the, everybody's, all the older generation's mindset oh, yeah. at the time. Oh, my God, that man's up there shaking his yeah, hips. Yeah, look at and, him shaking his hips. And, and then look at what we have now, Miley Cyrus, you know. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Wrecking Ball doing humping tricks humping, with uh, Robin Thicke on stage. tongue on everything. It's, and you got, uh, you got uh, that other one. What was it? Madonna and uh, Britney Spears oh, yeah, making they, out on stage. Oh, yeah, when they made out on TV. Yeah. 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 It was messed up. <laughs> That was pretty cool at the time. <laughs> it was cool at the time. <laughs> in 1962, Gene Vincent plus up-and-coming local group The Beatles appeared at the Tavern Club. The following year in 1963, The Beatles recorded their single She Loves You, I'll Get You at EMI Studios in London, completing the two songs in less than four hours. <laughs> Released in August of this year and that year, She Loves You went on to become The Beatles' first multi-million selling single. Isn't that insane? It's crazy. One song. Yep. And uh, when I was uh, flying back from uh, Tokyo, 
I watched uh, is it Good Girl Frida, I think it is. It's the documentary about on... the secretary that was with the Beatles from the start to the finish. Really? Wow, that's got to be pretty interesting. Yeah, they actually are just interviewing her. She's just this everyday lady, and she goes up into her attic where all her dusty crap is and pulls it down. She's like, oh, yeah, this is a couple locks of his hair that we had to send out to girls that would ask for so-and-so's <laughs> hair. Or, oh, yeah, this is some poster we had at the time. She's probably got millions of dollars worth of... Yeah, yeah. Sell, you know. And at the time she was talking about, yeah, at the time some we're just packing up after a show. Hey, can I have that? Oh, yeah, here you go. Yeah. But nowadays, if you want to give anything out of Grace, you know it's just going to end up on eBay and stuff right, like that. Right. It, was, it was a really good documentary. That's I think it's Good Girl Frida, and you guys should check it out out there. Well, in 1971, while on sabbatical in France, the Doors' lead singer Jim Morrison died of heart failure and acute respiratory distress. News of his death wasn't made public until after his burial in a Paris cemetery on July 9th. Oh, damn. Yeah. So there you go. Jim Morrison. Dead and as how shit. many times has his headstone got stolen oh, from the France tons, grave? Tons. And it's been desecrated. And I think they even moved it to like a secret location because it was so many hippies. <laughs> I want to know who there. owns one of those heads. <laughs> like, is it just sitting on their <laughs> fireplace <laughs> mantle or Dude, something? That would be the shit. <laughs> That's a great story to tell your grandkids. Yeah, I got Jim Morrison's head from his grave. <laughs> and they had to cool. replace it a couple times. <laughs> and I've got you the one that get the first one. It's probably worth the, mo- worth oh, the yeah. most. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Easily. <laughs> you would just have to verify that you were the one that stole it and it was the first one. And then you got a million. And I'm sure there aren't many uh, Jim Morrison <laughs> gravestone <laughs> heads I out hope, there. I really hope not. <laughs> in uh, 1981, Rushton Morove, bass player with Steppenwolf, was killed in a motorcycle accident in Santa Barbara, California, at age 32. He had the 1968 U.S. number two single, Born to be Wild, and he co-wrote their hit, Magic Carpet Ride. Ah. That poor guy died. But apparently he was really crazy. Anyway, How did he die? A motorcycle accident. Okay, I mm-hmm. thought maybe it would have been a plane accident or something. Yeah, no. So or, yes, uh, that's how most all of them yeah, died back or then. Yeah, helicopter. Yeah. Uh, in 1983, a New Jersey-based quintet calling themselves Bon Jovi signed to Phonogram Mercury Records. <laughs> calling themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what it says. The group have since sold over 130 million records worldwide and performed more than 2,600 concerts in over 50 countries. For some reason, I feel like it'd be more than 136 million. For some reason, I just... Yeah, you would think. I mean, Bon Jovi... Bon Bon Jovi. Bon, bon, bon Jovi. Bon Jovi is pretty huge. I mean, I don't really care for No, him, I don't either, but just how big he is. Of, yeah. yeah. Well, I, they probably slowed down a whole lot, too, after like their first couple of Yeah, and after Digitals 80s. all right. came out. Right, because nobody cared anymore. <laughs> 1991, Guns N' Roses frontman Axel Rose dives into the audience to take a, a camera away from a fan who was taking <laughs> pictures during a concert in Maryland Heights, Missouri. The ensuing brawl injures 50 people, including 15 police officers, <laughs> and results in several other Guns N' Roses concerts being canceled. Oh, I had no clue that happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that dude, is great. Vi- there's video of it, too. And, oh, my I mean, God. He's, like, yelling at the guy, like, hey, you asshole, you can't take my picture. And the guy's like, <laughs> fuck you, dude. And he just, I mean, just stage dives and slams the guy in the and face. Nowadays, and nowadays, everybody has their fucking stuff. Oh, yeah, right? You, yeah, you can't stop that kind of stuff anymore. That's why he can't perform anymore. Yeah, he can't stand he, the yeah, pictures. Right, he can't. Can't charge five dollars for a picture or whatever. Oh god, that douchebag. Yeah, he is a douchebag. And the last bit we have in two thousand nine, the week after Michael Jackson's death, the King of Pop dominated the top ten Billboard album charts. Leading the pack was number ones, which I guess is yeah, the number greatest one hits, songs. Yeah. Yeah. 
followed by The Essential Michael Jackson, number two, Thriller, number three, Off the Wall, number four, The Jackson 5 Ultimate Collection at number five, Bad at number six, Dangerous at number seven, Greatest Hits History, volume one at number eight, and Michael's Ultimate Collection, which occupied the number nine position. Collectively, Jackson's solo album sold more than 415 copies that week, 58% which were digital downloads. The week, uh, the week before his death, his title sold a combined 10,000 units. <laughs> Jesus. So that's freaking insane, man. Was that just for a week that it dominated, or was it longer than that? Oh, I, it didn't really say it did for that week of his death. At least it, it was a week of the yeah. death. Wow. Well, I'm sure a couple of them probably stuck around oh, a little yeah. bit longer. The greatest you know? hits were probably there for a yeah, long time. Right. And Thriller, of course. Everybody loves Thriller. Have you heard that one? Uh, uh, what the fuck? It's the one of the new ones that was on his ex... forgot the name of the album. Escape album, the one that Posthumous on that just came uh-huh. out. It has Justin Timberlake on it with him. It's a really damn good song. I don't think I've heard that one. It's got a good like seventies R and B like funk feel to I'll, it. I'll have to and listen it's to dancey that, yeah. and it's fun. And yeah. I, I do like that other one that he did do posthumously that was all about like hating on the industry. Like the one that he was gonna re release like right before he died and a lot of the Michael Jackson's conspiracy theorists think that he was Is that the one where it's, you don't really care about yeah, us? Yeah, yeah, that oh, one. Okay. That's a decent song. I like uh, that yeah. one, too. Well, Michael's got some good shit, that's yeah, for does. sure. He does. If he wasn't such a weirdo. <laughs> All right, into the weekly theme. Maybe. Maybe. There we go. Yeah, baby. Good to talk about this weekly thing. This week, our theme is hanging with friends around a fire, drinking some beer. It's a pretty decent theme. That's, theme. A, that's a good theme. Summer's I, here. I don't know. It's a good time to talk about I haven't had a fire stuff. yet, though, this year. Well, we're going to have to start one. Yeah, we need. We should have one around my pool some, t- some should, night here. We should, or just start one on the on the desk right here. Oh, yeah, on the oh, desk. Burn this down. Fire! Ah, just like Jimmy and his guitar. Yeah. Ah, shit. <laughs> All right. Hanging with friends around a fire, drinking some beer. I'll start it out. Uh, Rick's not here today, so he can't put his input. But uh, Good. Yes, we each picked four this week because we're special. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first one, I have good memories of the Violent Femmes when I was in high school. Uh, a lot of my friends knew I played guitars. so That is because they of, are from Wisconsin. So. That is true. And uh, we'd all pick, and the Violent Femmes, they're from Milwaukee, I think, mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. And we'd all pick songs and sing them around the fire. American Music and this one, Kiss Off, were the two that we always sang around the fire. And Kiss Off... Oop, I gotta turn it up again. When the countdown happens, it's just like, damn! You just scream it out when you're singing it. When it gets to number 10. Yeah! So full of energy. Well, don't get so distressed. Did I happen to mention that I'm impressed? Yeah, that's a that's a great tune. This is just a great album in general. Yeah, it is. That's the Violent Femmes are just a fun yeah, band. Yeah. I would love. I, that's one band I'd love to see live one day too. And I'm, I guarantee his voice hasn't gotten any worse. Oh, no, it really can't. It really can't. <laughs> uh, what's your first one over there? Um, the first one I picked is is a kind of a similar group. Um, to yours, same same uh, late '80s, early '90s kind of fields. Miss Robinson by the Lemonheads. Everybody knows this one. It's a cover of uh, 
of uh, Simon and Garfunkel. Yeah, Simon and Garfunkel. I was thinking Hall of Hall and Oates, but I was like, wait, that's not Hall <laughs> not and quite, Oates. Not quite, not <laughs> quite. Yeah, I definitely have heard this before. Oh, yeah. We were talking earlier. Oh, yeah. you please, Mrs. Robinson. One of those tunes that most people know, like at least a few of the lyrics to, or like one verse. Oh, yeah. Everybody yeah. will uh, take a turn singing some, you know. It's another one like Benny and the Jets, like that. Mm-hmm. Somebody at least knows a few lyrics yeah, right, to that, and right. it's probably just <laughs> Benny. Benny. <laughs> uh, my second one is uh, I had a few parties, and we would play this one really loud all the time. It's uh, "To Be Young" by Ryan Adams. This also plays after he finds out in old school that his girlfriend is cheating on him and wants to do a gangbang. And then he drives his car away. Wait, really, huh? Okay, okay, yeah. Our internet's freaking out a little bit there. It's burping. But yes, it's a fun little twangy song, and Ryan Adams, I love that man. Too much coolness for our internet, I guess. I guess, I guess. Uh, what's your second one? Uh, the second one I chose uh, reminds me of actual... Particular campfire night. Um, it's there is a light that never goes out by the Smiths, and this is not. Oh God, it's so loud! Sorry. Yes. <laughs> it might not be one of the more famous songs that a lot of people would know, but it's got special meaning to me, and I will always remember. Very somber. Yeah, most of the Smiths are. (laughs) I I like the Smiths a lot, though. Oh, yeah, me too. One of my favorites. I mean, I got to be in the mood to actually listen to a lot of them, but every now and then. Yeah, they have some songs that, like, won't make you that drastically depressed, but if you listen to an entire album or two, (laughs) like one sitting, you're going to come out like, oh, I hate life. I'm so British. Uh, Yeah, The Meat is Murder. That's probably my favorite one. I can listen to that one start to finish pretty easily. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Headmaster Rituals and... Louder Than Bombs is my favorite. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's the B-Sides and Rarities, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is uh, one of my favorite movies and books, Perks Being a Wallflower. Yeah. They play, uh, is it Again, I think? Yeah. Over and over and over again. Yep. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good good movie, too. Yes. Good music on that. It's very sad. All right. Uh, <laughs> my third one is Everybody Knows This Is Nowhere by Neil Young. And it's uh, in the movie Almost Famous. When they're having the big house party and uh, Russell wants to come in and hang out with real people, man. Uh, the song's playing in the background and I love it. I've always wanted to have a 1970s house party, but I don't think that'll ever happen. No? Well, we could do it. We could try. We could try. <laughs> we just need to find cocaine and a transsexual. <laughs> Why are the transsexual? <laughs> Isn't that a part of the movie? Like, no. No, one of the... Oh, I'm thinking of something else now, yeah. Was, <laughs> there's another music-based movie. The guy comes out on the plane when it, after it get, gets in like... Like it's in trans... Uh, it's going to blow up or something. Right. All gonna turbulence. Die. Yeah, turbulence. Yes. That's the word. And it comes out, yeah. <laughs> but yes, that's my favorite movie, actually. It's a good one. Uh, <laughs> what's your third one? The third one I picked... Um, Everybody knows this song. If you don't hear the song at least once during the summer, you're not having a very good summer. Yeah, where have you been? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I chose uh, Three Little Birds by Bob Marley. All right, let's see if this <laughs> one's deathly loud, too. No, oh, they're okay. Yeah. Rise up this morning. 
I think a lot of people don't actually know the proper title of this song either. What is it? It's Three Little Birds, but everybody's like, oh, play Don't Worry by Bob Marley. Ah, uh, like, no, yes. Not, what song is that? It's oh, yeah, he only says the birds. three birds at one time at the beginning. Right. Didn't you pick a redemption song last week, too? Yeah. And I picked yeah, Neil, I I picked was, Neil Young last I week, gonna, too. I was actually going to pick another Neil Young, and I was like, well, I can't have two, diff- two of the same ones. So. Oh, well. Uh Oh, we're on a fourth one now. It's not written down on my notes here. Oh, no. My fourth one is The Suburbs by Arcade Fire. And, uh, uh yeah. Arcade Fire. I've really gotten to Arcade Fire lately. They're a decent band, yeah. All right, um, play. so bummed I missed the concert while I was gone. Yeah. Were they in the area? They were in the area, and it was, uh, their theme was like uh, a prom, but a funky hipster kind of a prom, and everybody was dressed up in like disco neon suits and oh, stuff, oh and God. it not- was supposed to just be a riot, and they had giant mirror costumes on stage, so reflectors were like all over. That's pretty awesome. It's a pretty dancey new album. It's, yeah. it's really, really, really cool. I huh. like it a lot. I'll have to check that out. Uh, your fourth one. My fourth one is, um... Just a classic tune uh, by a, a little-known guy named Van Morrison. I mean, just a little-known guy. Uh, <laughs> Wild Night, which is one of my greatest songs ever. I love this song. Hell yeah. This is one if you pull out an acoustic guitar at a campfire and start playing it, you're getting you're getting some nookie that night. I've never heard this on acoustic. It would be awesome. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> it sure. And would. if you can get everybody singing along oh, just yeah. at the chorus. Yeah, just the wow now. Mm-hmm. It'd be great. Such an awesome bass line. And the guitars, just the jangly guitars, just goes so good. Yeah, you can tell they're all just having a blast oh, on yeah. stage there. Oh, yeah. Or in the studio. I would love, that's like the number one thing I wish like we had footage of from music back then is like video footage of them in the studio. Like David Bowie, there's so many songs where he's just belting out, yeah. and I'd like to see what his facial expressions were at the time. Or, yeah, how amped he was to do it. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. That kind of dude. And he's one of those dudes like Van Morrison is, I'm, I'm sure, one cut or two. Oh, cuts, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Don't need much more than that. Especially if you do the vocals separately, probably right. just listen to the song, whoop, bam, it's done. Yep, just knowing what phenomenal musicians. And I love when musicians also put like layering over all their their stuff too, mm-hmm. like layers of themselves, where it's not a background, but mm-hmm. like different octaves Trying of their get, own. Yeah, the harmonies and stuff, harmonizing. Just with, with their, yeah, that's yeah. so damn cool. Yeah. And now it's just done with computer yeah, software right. nowadays, but or something. All that crap. Uh, let us know what songs you would be playing around a campfire while drinking beer with friends on Facebook. We need more interaction on Facebook. That'd Please. be wonderful to yes. talk to all you listeners out there. We do want to talk to you. We do. We definitely do. We're tired of talking to each other. Kinda. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, good thing I wrote a second essential album this week because we are missing Rick. Uh, my essential album this week is the 1979 Regatta de Blanc. Nice. Did I say that okay? You I, sure did. I can't speak French. Uh, it is by The Police. Uh, Regatta de Blanc was, is the second album by The Police. 
It is the album that resulted in the band's breakthrough success and features two of the band's biggest hits, Message in a Bottle and my favorite one, Walking on the Moon. Second favorite song of the police for me. What's Walking your first one? Uh, uh, King of Pain. King of Pain, nice. Yes, but uh, Walking on the Moon. Yeah. Here's a little sample Dude, the, of it. Just the thumping bass of it, man. It's just so chill. And when you listen to it, you feel like you can make take like moon steps. I know, you know? exactly. Like it's how counts. the bass yep. lines like spread out there. It's got that perfect walking mm-hmm. bass, you know, like walking bass line. It's awesome. Yeah, you want to be like a spaceman, just yeah, like waving much. your arms yeah. in the air. <laughs> walking on Uh, Regatta de Blanc uh, roughly translates into white reggae, which perfectly describes the band's sound. In the song Bring On The Night, you can definitely hear the the reggae kind of sound that they have going on. The whole album has a nice feel to it. It really does. They did make great albums that's for sure and what's weird is you can definitely hear like some uh, I know some of the songs on there is like Sublime you can kind of hear in there and mm. well you pick up all that I mean they they influenced heavily a lot of that yeah uh, that came out of like SoCal you know probably. oh yeah oh yeah and like Green Day too like there's uh, I can't remember which song it is on the album uh, maybe on any other day or something it's like kind of just talking and stuff I'm like oh this reminds me of Green Day somehow huh, huh. uh the album also received a 1981 Best Rock Instrumental Performance for uh, the the sing the album title song uh, Regatta de Blanc. It's pretty sweet. We opened up the show with it, but I'll also play it here. It has a nice uh, building sound to it, and then at the two minute mark, it just breaks down, and I love it so much. And at the opening, you could hear the whoa, like it's just like oh yeah, you want to get ready for it. But yeah, the breakdown for this song is, is awesome. And you even here in the back, I'm like, ready, ready to bang. I wish they played the breakdown, but yeah, yeah, it's just it's the Amazon. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I highly recommend checking out the Police's first couple albums. Uh, you really like Synchronicity. Synchronicity. I haven't listened to it all the way through, but uh, listen to both of them. Like, Both of them. Try doing it all at one sitting. Okay. And you realize how they why they called it synchronicity. They Hell yeah. Up. They're, they're, it's great, great stuff. Yeah. The 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 punk and reggae infused sound and haunting ballads just make this band something else. Like I didn't have much appreciation for them. I just knew the hits on the radio. Mm-hmm. But then once I sat down and actually listened to an album in its entirety, yeah, yeah, are, are I great, man. I appreciate them a lot. And I'll mm-hmm. end it with uh, "It's All Right" for you. It's got a nice punk sound to it. And they also kind of got bigger with the CBGBs stuff at yeah. the time yeah, they before were, they were really big in the UK yep. or anywhere, right? Yep. They were one of the premier CBGB bands with like the Ramones, even though they're British. They did. I don't think they really got along with the scene at the time in England. Oh, yeah. Because you know? yeah. over there it was all about being an asshole and being a drunk but yeah they weren't quite to that punk scene or anything like that they were just nice yeah they they were they were nice nice dudes who were playing music that was considered punk rock i guess and you know they they were in really 
people for the genre, I suppose. Have you seen the uh, CBGB's movie that came out? Alan Rickman plays the owner of CBGB's in it. I haven't. I'll have to watch that. It's really good. They hire a bunch of actors to play the roles of different uh, singers that are around the time. So, like, they have a young blondie there, and they have the police in there. Debbie Harry. They got uh, Talking Heads people in there, too, playing them. Do they have the remotes? Yes, they do. Oh, okay, you have to have And it ones. focuses around, uh, I think it was television. Like, uh-huh. that was the band that he signed on uh-huh. and just their downfall and stuff. But it's really cool. It's, pro- it's probably fictionalized a lot, but I think I there's a lot of truths in it, well, too. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and Alan Rickman the- plays a good fat drunk in it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm Alan Rickman. <laughs> uh, yeah, anything else you want to talk about? Um, no, I think we just about covered it for this one, man. Yeah. I think I think uh I'm I'm happy to be back in the reins. Yeah, it's it's nice, it's nice. We'll get we'll get this thing going again. Uh yeah. Let's see what I got here. I haven't worked on our closer in a while. <laughs> That's the important part. Yeah, right, right. You gotta tell people where to pay us. Oh yes, and this song this this background song. I don't know if any I told anybody, but this is uh Peter was on the show before I left mm-hmm. quite a bit. He does a lot of music. Uh eighty eight Marquis, you should look him up. He uh, is working on a bunch of new stuff. He showed me the other day, and I'm I, excited to I hear it. To it too. It's very, it varies un, very unpeter like. I don't know. Like, yeah, you, you uh, wouldn't expect yeah. it to come out of him, no. but no, it's very good. Yep. <clears throat> All right. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of Soundwave. New episodes are every Thursday. Uh, the theme next week is songs that nightmares are made of. Nightmares. I'm pretty excited for this one. See what we'll get out oh, of yeah. this. Oh, yeah. We'll get some pretty nasty <laughs> Maybe stuff. Maybe some death metal, some yeah. goth. I some, don't know. Some goth music. Some Goths. Goth. Those damn goth kids. <laughs> for updates and more information about Soundwave and our other shows, go like us on Facebook at Blind Ninja Studios, or you can even follow us on the Twitters. It's at blind underscore ninja. Our flagship show, Department of Defense, is still live every Saturday. Come join in the fun at blindinjustudios.com slash live, and you can chat with us, ask us questions, get drunk with us. It's a lot of fun. It's what we do. And Eric's dad is going to be on the yeah, show next week. Next week. We're going to be, oh, we have a lot of stuff planned. I oh, think it's going to be a really, really fun episode. I tried to invite my dad, but I don't know what time, what time are we doing in it? Uh, probably two. At I two. I don't know if he'll show. make it, but I hope he can. That would be hilarious. <clears throat> there. <laughs> Prepare yourself for embarrassing <laughs> questions. <if> that happens. <laughs> So yeah, come and join us with live on that. That'll be fun. Uh, there are five other shows now, way more than when I left. I was like, holy shit, yeah. look at all these shows now. Five there shows. are five other shows, including this one, that you can stream on our website at blindninjastudios.com, or you can even subscribe on iTunes so you never miss an episode. If you just can't get enough of Soundwave or our other shows, you should help support us because this stuff ain't cheap. And we have big plans in our future. We want to do some events. We want to give away some merch. We want to do stuff. Yeah, we want stuff. At the blind, at the bottom of blindninjastudios.com, click on Patreon and sign up. It works like a subscription service where you can pledge any amount that works for you, even as low as $1. Uh, more would be better, but that's only $12 a year. Think about that. It's like donating us a nice case of beer. <laughs> yeah. A nice a, case of beer at the end yeah, of the year. Consider it a Christmas present. It would be wonderful. I would be so happy. It would be so awesome. Then, also, if you're doing any shopping on Amazon, at the bottom of our page, you can click on the little shop at Amazon button. And uh, when you go shopping on Amazon, pick out some stuff, and then it just gives a little bit of that portion to us. Yes. It doesn't raise the price of your product at all. No. It just takes money away from we Amazon. steal money out of Jeff Bezos' pocket. I don't know if we want to say that, but it's true. That, that's, <laughs> that's what's happening. So, yes, 
Go to Patreon, give us some money, go shop on Amazon. Help us out. Please. We can get you more stuff, and uh, you can help us out. Yep. So, yeah. Questions, comments, any kind of feedback, email us at feedback at blindninjastudios.com, or even message us on Facebook. Thank you, guys. We will see you again next week. Peace. We ended that one perfectly just as soon as the song was going to fall. Yeah.